Good day, all. Welcome to another season of Learning Bible Truth Ministries. I am the founder, host, and teacher, your one and only Dr. Kamla D. Here to teach you Bible truth, to help you grow in faith and learn how to walk in God's amazing grace by teaching Bible truth, not my truth, Bible truth. Here we read scriptures that contain God's word. Remember to pray and ask God for understanding. Put your learning hats on, get your Bibles, invite family and friends, take notes, and let's learn Bible truth. Good day, saints. Today is June the 17th of the year 2023. I am the host, founder, and teacher of Learning Bible Truth Ministries, your one and only, Dr. Kamala D. Now, today, I chose this message based on what I see, what I hear, um, people requesting, people asking me about peace about how they can find peace in the midst of their situation. So the name of this message today is Finding Peace in the Midst of Your Storm. I want you to go to Matthew chapter 14. I will use these scriptures as the opening scripture, but as we go through this message, you, I will unveil God's peace within other scriptures, okay, if that makes sense. I will be reading from the LSB, that's the Legacy Standard Bible, during these scriptures, or for these scriptures, not throughout the whole message. Y'all know the routine. You can pause the tape and look for the scriptures when you find it. You can press play and we will be on the same page, but for the sake of time, I am reading Matthew 14, Verses 26 through 21. Now, when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified and said, it is a ghost. And they cried out in fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them saying, take courage. It is I do not be afraid. And Peter answered and said to him, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. And he said, come. And getting out of the boat, Peter walked on the water and came towards Jesus. But seeing the wind, he became frightened. And beginning to sink, he cried out saying, Lord, save me. And finally, verse 31 says, And immediately Jesus stretched out his hand and took hold of him and said to him, You of little faith, why did you doubt? Finding peace in the midst of your storm. Your storm, not anyone else's storm. Your storm. In these last days, saints, we will see, hear, and experience some troublesome things that might become a storm in your life. That storm could be an illness, the loss of a loved one, a bitter divorce, 
you or your child not graduating from school, whatever your storm may be, you need to find peace before it destroys you. Not the peace that the world gives. Only the peace that comes from the Lord will sustain you in the storm and ultimately deliver you from your storm. In John 14, verse 27, Jesus told his disciples, and he is speaking to us today, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. If Jesus says he is giving you his peace, the peace that surpasses all understanding, he left his peace for us to embrace. We have to receive that peace. This is where people are having trouble. They don't know how to receive the peace that surpasses all understanding in the midst of their storm. Now, Jesus told Peter to come to him in an impossible situation. Peter trusted Jesus, but when the wind became rough or when he saw the wind, fear set in Peter and he began to sink. If Jesus tells us to move in what appears to be an impossible situation, we should never question how we can get to him. Jesus told the disciples, take courage. It is I, do not be afraid. We must put our complete trust and faith in him. Now I will talk more about how you can find that peace as we go through this message. Before Peter would step out of the boat, he said, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. Now, when Peter began to walk towards Jesus on the water, the wind became unsettling and Peter lost it. Fear set in and he began to sink. But he had sense enough to call out to Jesus for help. Now, notice how quickly Jesus responded to Peter's cry for help. The Bible says, and Jesus immediately stretched out his hand and took hold of Peter. Jesus questioned Peter's faith, but he still saved him. When Peter took his eyes off Jesus for one second because of the wind, he began to sink. But Jesus still saved Peter. When we call out to Jesus in the midst of our storm, he will save us. Our peace is found in knowing that Jesus will save us from our storm. Now, Matthew 11 verses 28 through 30 says, Come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Verse 30, for my yoke, my, now that word yoke in the Greek is to be paired with a heavy burden. Um, that burden is referred to a yoke being around the neck of a bullock. Okay. Jesus said, my yoke is easy and my burden is light to be coupled, to be paired with Jesus, to wear his peace 
is light. This is what Jesus is saying. Jesus said, come to me all. That leaves out no one. All who are stressed out. Because he lives. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. If he said, come to me all who are weary, burdened, and heavy laden, he will give us rest. We have proof in these scriptures that Jesus is a man of his word. Now we will find rest and peace in the midst of our storm when we trust Jesus. In him we find our peace. Now let me share how I found peace, hope, rest, and healing in the midst of the worst storm that I have ever been in. And I have been through many, but this is the worst. I am a living witness, saints, to experiencing God's peace. Now, what Peter experienced was scary, but compared to my situation, Peter's situation was tolerable. His was intense. Mine was potentially deadly if I didn't have faith. I was alone on March the 7th of the year 2021 on a Sunday night. I came home from a long day that started up at about 8 a.m. It was about 9 p.m. I was tired. I didn't feel anything unusual happening to me at the time. I decided to lay on my sofa for an hour uh, before, you know, taking a shower and, and, and uh, getting in bed. Well, I looked at the clock and it was 9.15 p.m. I dozed off. Now, there was some tingling in my left leg, but nothing I hadn't felt before. I awoke and looked at the clock, and it was 9.30. It felt like I had been asleep for quite some time, but only 15 minutes had passed. I tried to sit up, but I couldn't. The entire left side of my body was feeling funny. I was not in any pain, but I was feeling funny on the left side of my body. I felt my heart slowing down. I was able to slightly lift my left arm, but I couldn't feel my hand. I began to open and close my left fist, open and close. I was looking at it, but it looked like I was dreaming. I began to feel the left side of my mouth drooping. It was then I knew what was happening. I was having a stroke. The first thing I did was start praying. Remember, I was home by myself. I did not panic. I said, Lord, you said in your word that you would never leave me nor forsake me. I need you now more than ever. I placed my right hand on my left side near my heart. I said, Jesus, by your stripes, I am healed. I trust you, Lord. I don't have to see you to know that you are here with me. You are with me by faith. Now your word says you will never leave me or forsake me in Hebrews 13, 5. You have to know the word of God when your storm comes, people. You have to do that. I started quoting Deuteronomy 31, 8. And the Lord, he is the one who goes before you. He will be with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you. Do not fear nor be dismayed. Psalms 50:15. I started quoting. Call upon the name of the Lord in your day of trouble and he will deliver you and you shall glorify him. Hallelujah. 
When God delivers us, we must glorify his holy name. Praise him. Tell others it was the Lord who delivered you. Now, all do I thank God for the doctors. It was God who delivered me and is the reason people are still telling me today I don't look like uh, I had a stroke. My doctor told me, I call you my, my miracle patient. I give God the glory. And that is where I found my peace. In the midst of my storm, in the midst of having a stroke, I gave God the glory. I thanked him in advance for healing me because I knew I would heal. It didn't happen overnight. It was a process, but I never wavered in my faith and I never had fear. Now, I'm not going to say I wasn't frustrated at times because I was, but automatically I went back to, I trust you, Lord. We should know God's word because faith in God's word is our protection in the storm. This is why the apostle Paul said to the Ephesians in Ephesians chapter six, verse 16, above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. When Satan sends the storm saints, faith in God's word will protect your sanity until your deliverance is complete. Now I believe in the word of God because I not only know, I can guarantee it would protect you like it protected me. Now, as I prayed the word of God, I heard his voice. I heard the voice of the Lord say to me in the midst of me having a stroke, you will be fine. And lo, I am with you always. Now, from that moment on, I knew I would be fine. When Jesus says you will be okay, you will be okay. When he told Peter to come to him, Peter was going to be okay. Trusting and believing God in the midst of your circumstances and watching as he delivers you will increase your peace when trouble comes. Because trust me, you may have one storm, but there are a slew of others that are coming and you need to learn how to walk in peace and trust the Lord in the midst of your storms. Now, when you know that God delivered you before, you know that he will deliver you again. Psalms 34, 19, I always focus and, and I always repeat this verse when I feel a storm coming. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers them out of them all. Hallelujah. Praise God. Now, when you fear, uh, feel fear and doubt entering your mind when a storm is coming, say, I trust you, Lord. You will never leave me nor forsake me. Your will is to bring me peace and make me whole. Take a couple of deep breaths in the midst of your storm and watch God's peace fill your mind and body. I'm a living witness. After you say those words, meditate on those words, I trust you, Lord. Take a deep breath. You will never leave me nor forsake me and watch how that peace Feel your entire body, your mind and your soul and your spirit. Now, the weapon that allows us to fight off a storm is God's word. Paul continued to tell the Ephesians in uh, Ephesians chapter six, verse 17, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. 
The sword of the spirit is the word of God. We use a sword to fight with. The sword of the spirit, the word of God, is what we fight the devil with. In Ephesians chapter 6 verse 11, Paul told the Ephesians, um, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles, which means darts of the devil. The storms of life are the darts. That's the storms of life. The whole armor of God is our faith in God's ability to protect us and speaking God's word in the midst of a storm allows us to stand against anything Satan and life throws at us. Now, when you begin to doubt, say, I trust you, Lord. I know you are with me. Blessed is the one who believes and has not seen. I know all things, no matter how bad it appears to be, are working together for my good because I love you and because I am called according to your purpose. I just quoted Romans 8, 28. We got to know his word, saints. That's our weapon. That's the sword. It's the word of the spirit. That's our sword. You must know God's word in order to protect yourself. Knowing you are protected brings peace in the midst of your storm. Don't stress if you are lacking in, in anything or in any area of your life. God knows what you need before you do. He has already provided for you. All you have to do is believe. It's your faith that brings all the things that God has for you into a reality. Now, I want you to go to Matthew chapter 6, and I will be reading verses 31 through 34. Therefore, do not worry, saying, what shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For after all these things the Gentiles seek. So he was talking to the Jews. The Gentiles were non-believers. They were non-Jews. And they were seeking these things. But Jesus was saying uh, in verse 32, For your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. Verse 33 and 34 says, But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for this day is its own trouble. My Lord, knowing the creator of the universe is with you while you are struggling, and knowing what you need should replace your stress and worry with peace. You have to know that God will provide. The scriptures are telling you what he will do for you in your need. Once you believe and receive those scriptures in your heart, peace will come. Knowing God is working on your behalf brings peace and joy during your storm. Give him glory. Thank him in advance. Giving God glory will also fill you with his peace. Also, this is the hard part for some. Don't ignore that the scripture says seeking God's kingdom first will confirm all the things that you need will be added unto you. Knowing that you can go to Jesus when you are weary and burdened and heavy laden and he will give you rest brings peace in your mind, body and soul. Now, when you call out to the Lord in your day of trouble, he will deliver you. That is where you will find your peace, knowing that he will deliver you. It doesn't matter where you are when trouble comes. Continue to say, 
I trust you, Lord. You can whisper those words to yourself. I trust you, Lord. I know you are working things out for my good. I feel anxious, but I receive your peace while I wait for your deliverance. Hallelujah. Remember to be patient in the midst of your circumstances. Allow God to work things out for you. Don't interfere. God doesn't need your help. Rest in his peace. In your patience, meaning while you wait on your deliverance, focus on good things, not your trial or your storm. Now, as I lead you to my closing message, go to Philippians 4, 8. Philippians chapter 4, verse 8, and I am reading. The Apostle Paul says to the Philippians, Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are are of good report, not bad report, of good report. If there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. Now, peace begins with your thoughts. You have to remove all negative thoughts from your mind. You cannot focus or meditate on your problem. Now, after you pray and put it in the Lord's hands, don't focus on the problem. You will not only destroy your peace, but you will give the devil an opportunity to hinder your deliverance. Now, this doesn't mean that God didn't hear you or hasn't stopped working on delivering you from your storm or turning things around for your good. But your fear can allow Satan to slow the process. And to back up what I just said, I want you to go to Daniel chapter 10. And I will be reading verses 12 and 13. Daniel chapter 10, and the word of the Lord says, Then he said to me, Do not fear, Daniel, for from the first day that you set your heart to understand and to humble yourself before your God, your words were heard. And I have come because of your words. But the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me 21 days, and behold, Michael, one of the chief princes came to help me for I had been left alone there with the kings of Persia. Daniel had prayed to God about a vision he had. Now, because his prayer wasn't answered immediately, fear set in. An angel appeared to Daniel and let him know that his words were heard, but he was hindered. The angel was hindered. For 21 days by the prince of the kingdom of Persia. Now that's Satan, the devil, okay? But one of the chief princes came to help him. That's Michael, an angel. So just because God doesn't answer your prayer in the moment you pray, doesn't mean he didn't hear it or that help isn't on the way. Because the Bible is very clear in Philippians chapter 1 verse 6. It says, he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. In Isaiah 55 verse 11, and this is the CSB, it says, so my word that comes from my mouth will not return to me empty. Your version may say not return to me void, but it will accomplish what I please and will prosper in what I sent it to do. My Lord. God's word can be trusted 
it will complete the task that God set it out to do. So if God's word says, call on me in your day of trouble and I will deliver you, that means that he will deliver you. But if you focus on your problem and not the problem solver, your trial will last a little bit longer than it was supposed to. Remember, Peter began to sink when fear and doubt set in. Jesus asked Peter in Matthew 14, verse 31, you of little faith, why did you doubt? We have nothing to lose by putting all of our faith and trust in God to deliver us. We need to put all of our faith and trust in his word to deliver us. We find peace in the midst of our storm by trusting and resting in God's word. Now, once your deliverance comes, give God all the glory. And that way, when another storm comes, your peace is already there. That storm will not move you. Your faith will be, you will be steadfast in that faith. Now, saints, I hope you were blessed by this small message. It's a little message, a little nugget, but I know it's powerful. Sow a seed in this ministry. Whatever you choose to sow, I really appreciate it. I appreciate those who are already sowing a seed in this ministry to support the ministry. And remember, I want you to walk in love. Choose Jesus. Wear your cross. To God be all the glory. Peace out. I hope you were blessed by this message. If you have any questions or comments about this particular episode or any previous episodes, please send your comments or questions to talkingbibletruth.cd at gmail.com. And if you would like to support this podcast financially, because it has been a blessing to you, go to one of my five podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or Radio Public, and contribute an amount of your choice. Or you can send your seed to me via Cash App, dollar sign, Dr. Kamala D. That's dollar sign, capital D, lowercase r, capital C, lowercase a-m-a-l-e, capital D. Anything you choose to send will be greatly appreciated. Now until next time, saints, remember that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. We walk by faith, not by sight. I am your host, Dr. Kamala D, rightly dividing the word of truth in peace and love. Thank you for tuning in, and I hope to see you next time.